Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. This morning, the man who is arguably the most famous writer in the world. This week, he is back with a long-awaited return to how it all started. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselow and joining me as always... It's Boo and Vanel. Mm. Scary November. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just what people say as they pass me in the street. Oh, okay. Because you're dressed as a jockey and you're going to your job as a uh, horse racer for That's the Melbourne Cup. Yeah. And people are saying... They're booing you because they say nup to, to the, the cup because right, that's the next right, right. major holiday coming up in australia yeah. it is we go scary costumes and then horse murder we All go the scary costumes and then we go costumes from uh like tarot cash tarot cash all oh, the yeah. girlies in their fascinators sipping their pumpkin spice lattes down at the oh, yeah <laughs> down at the racetrack it's a compacted time isn't it yeah, <laughs> yeah. my name's adam knox Oh, welcome. Welcome to the show. And Adam. I say that's, no to the co. That's the horse I'm going to put money on in the Melbourne Cup this year. The horse called My Name's Adam Knox. <laughs> <laughs> if they did that, I would. I, can you sue a horse? Yeah. I assume that the horse picked their own name, right? Well, they can't ever yeah, have the, horses, the same name I mean. as a horse that uh, another horse that exists. So that's why oh, there's already in... a horse called Adam Knox. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why they had to get this other one and call it My Name is Adam Knox. Because they're in yeah. the like Herg horse racing guild or whatever. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> yeah they're all like, strike sorry, at the moment. We've already got a... <laughs> <laughs> you need to be... <laughs> is there a Mrs. Ed? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's spooky season. We played a spooky game this week. Um, it came out at the perfect time. Yeah, almost like they planned it. I honest, I was going to watch a bunch of scary movies this week, and I did watch one, which I'll talk about on our bonus podcast, available at Patreon.com/slash/FilthyCasuals/Pod. Oh yeah, but I honestly spent most of my free time playing this scary game, which we I'm got excited to talk about. Nice scary game mm. to to freak you out with. Yeah. Well, just to further hype up this week's Patreon episode, I'm going to talk about watching a movie that was. Uh, um, sold to me as being a scary movie by okay. my partner and was actually one of the stupidest movies I've ever seen in my life. Was it scary movie? No. Because <laughs> that... Not, not far off. <laughs> it might have been your fault. <laughs> <laughs> not far off the experience okay. of being told, this is this is one of the great horrors. And it's... it's I didn't hate it, but it's, uh, it's really dumb. Okay. It's not really scary at all. It's kind of silly. Awesome. Jump on the Patreon if you, uh, you want to listen to us talk about some scary or silly movies. One mm. of the scariest things in the world of video games to me mm. is... Well, there's two options to go for. Which part... Do you want to choose? One of them is like the, you know, that image of the split fork oh, in the me. road where <laughs> yeah. one of them has like beautiful, lovely, sunny, mm. let's go there. One of them is dark and, and awful forest. Yuck. But is the beautiful one an ironic choice? And it turns out to actually be. You tell me, that's the danger. Oh, one God. of me can only lie. One of me always tells the truth. What do you reckon, Tommy? Yeah. Let's go. Well, you know, we've just come You don't out know of... what they are yet. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but you're saying, do we want the scary or the beautiful? Yeah. Do, which of these two do you think is in each? There's been okay. Kingdom Hearts or a bunch of people getting fired from Bungie. Huh. 
I reckon Kingdom Hearts is the scary one. Yeah, they're Kingdom both Hearts scary. You know, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts is scary. You've yeah. tricked the trickster. Yeah, yeah. the and plot is scarily confusing. And the bungee thing is like, well, the CEOs will make a bit more money now, and that's good yeah. and beautiful. <laughs> Depends how you're looking at it. Yeah, it really does. From the top down? Yeah. yeah. If you live in the evil forest, you're like, this is great. I've yeah. got a boat. Yeah. I don't care. I'm in an ivory tower. I've I'll, got a great view. They're yeah. never going to come for me. Mm. Uh, Kingdom, well, bungee. Let's go... Sad first Yeah let's yeah, get let's sad out of the way Like it's, meals it's Eat your vegetables first They're always depressed In what like the Five or six So yeah. many There have been so many That we've talked about a couple And there have been a ton more But this one I thought was uh, They're all notable obviously If you're involved But like this one A bunch of people got laid off At Bungie Including uh, Michael Salvatore Who's like been their composer For years and years There oh. was the guy Marty uh, O'Donnell who was like the Halo, he came up with the Halo theme and all of that. And he left at some point during the development of Destiny 1. But anyway, this guy has been one of the things about Destiny. People complain about plenty of that game and rightly so. Mm -hmm. But the music has always been like, hey, the Destiny music... Got a lot of strings. Yeah. Hum a little Pretty bit of it good. right now. Name three of its I'm getting excited. I'm getting ready to buy some stuff in the shop. Take my money. Like 15-ish percent to 20% or something like that of the Bungie staff have been kicked out which uh, fucking sucks yet this again might be and naive, but heaps. when we started this podcast i genuinely was thinking oh, it's gonna be so fun to just talk about playing video games with my buddies every week i could never imagine that like 80 percent of our time would be taken up with talking about corporate restructures and patent filings yeah. that's like the main <laughs> thing that we come in here to discuss it's that, that classic thing they always say do what you love and you'll hate what you love because <laughs> <laughs> um, this one i think was i don't know about the others but this story i, I thought like it made a point of saying like Bungie are making money hand over fist. This is not a cost cutting for like revenue reasons. Right. Destiny does well for them. And of course they would say that it of course is, you know, they need to do it or whatever yeah. would be their line. But like uh, the player base of Destiny has maybe shrunk a bit, but they make a lot of, uh, mm. but so they've, they've pushed back the next Destiny expansion and uh, and Marathon yeah, is the year after yeah. now. Oh, yeah, that's right. And mm. it's uh, just more... Pe- and it's across, like, all of every industry, basically, is my yeah. understanding. Like, yeah. Yep. We're going into a... Bah, 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 recession today. Mm-hmm. Everyone racing in their warthogs to try and get to a <laughs> fucking job. There was a story uh, during the week about Nintendo in Japan. Their employee retention rate is like, yes. what was it, like 98.5% yes. or something. Somewhere around there, 98.2%. The Japan's mm-hmm. national average is already quite high at 70%. Right. But yeah, as we were talking about uh, in our chat, like even like 1% is so insane. Even just factoring in people like having to move away or yeah. step away or change careers or whatever. Even with those things, live that's... somewhere else. Yeah. Really yeah. Like dying. Yeah. Like, Even that's I don't know if that would low. be counted in the statistics, <laughs> oh, actually, to be fair. It's, yeah, you're right. I think retention rate... <laughs> the just... unemployment rate in terms of the human race is at something like 7,400%. Mm-hmm. Well, but yeah. it depends if whether on your deathbed with your dying breath you say, I quit. <laughs> Or exactly. just like right as you're about to be hit by the bus, you yeah. go just for any bystanders, you, you just yell out, me. let my boss know I left, I quit. <laughs> I wish I could have worked more. <laughs> I want to fuck up that 1% for Nintendo. <laughs> I quit. Uh, it is quit. It's Yeah, it's about new hires versus resignations. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's insane. And there was there was a story that I read attached to that that when they were 
in when they were, weren't doing so well, all the higher ups like took pay cuts because they yes. just went, well, this is the only way to, to get out of this and get ourselves back on top is to keep these talented people that work for us. Dude. It's not for us to keep making the same money and push people out. People mm. often blame a lot of the things that companies do wrong with like, ah, well, it's just business, you know, hey, yeah. that's the way businesses work. It's not. You don't have to be a fuckhead mm. just because you are in a corporation. Right, yeah. And if you're up the top and you own your house... Hey, you're right. yeah. you can you can take a little less money for a little bit. Mm. That's all right. Give it to me. Yeah, it's as easy as that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, Miyamoto, w- get on our Patreon. <laughs> even we don't have a hundred percent re- uh, retention rate. Remember, we had to that that we hired that guy. Um, Grobens? I oh, haven't Grobens. heard from Jimmy the light bulb in a long time. <laughs> he's not, I think he's still one of our Patreon we've tiers. Had a, we've us. had a few resignations in the organisation. <laughs> so, if someone you know. can do the, if someone can get an Excel spreadsheet going and do the maths on what our retention rate is of comedy bits on this show, oh, yes. let us know. We're in a deep, <laughs> deep recession here. <laughs> uh, there, yeah, so that sucks, and it's hard to lose your job, and it's. Uh, Shitty across the board for all the people who are there. Yeah. There's more. And also, yeah, it seems like a lot of the the I don't remember the specific people. I'm afraid. So uh, I'm afraid it's Halloween. Well, yeah, it but is. I, oh, I don't remember the specific people. <laughs> it's like a lot of the old bungee people. Uh, it's my right. understanding of right. a fair number and like QA teams and stuff like that who are mm. sure, sure. Anyway, the yeah. people who are running the yeah the currency sales shop are all there. The the people who are encouraging more purchases of gun skins, they're all get, yeah getting promoted. I think everyone yeah. who's from a, 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 a work history of gambling. Yeah, if people have casinos in their LinkedIn. You can bet that they're staying at Bungie. <laughs> uh, the the people over at Kingdom Hearts. Though, well, yeah. So we've we've walked. We've actually we've gone down that dark and gloomy path. Yes. I don't know if this is a, a have has ever been a part of that meme, but we've gotten down there and we've been like, this sucks. It's yeah. really unpleasant. Mm. Let's go back to that fork in the road and maybe rethink that decision. Now you're doing the car meme, the turning car off of the highway yes. into plenty, plenty of room at Kingdom Hearts because they're fucking making some uh, like it, it's, a, it's a Pokemon Go style it, thing. It kind of sounds when you read about it like it's Pokemon Go. I didn't I read about it. I don't believe this, so. it's mm. developed by Niantic. Right. I think it is different people, but it, it in the trailer it's it looks more like a traditional game like an action rpg that has gps elements in it so i don't know it it looks a bit more involved than just like here's a map of where you live and if you walk down the street you'll you'll be able to bash up donald duck right. it looks a bit more like a fully fledged game that i guess is being influenced in the background by GPS based things You'll be I able to tell know. Who's playing it in the street By looking at people Who are looking at their phone Going what the fuck <laughs> What does that mean Who's that If you furrowed brows On this train what Why is know what that means Lightyear bad guy <laughs> What happened to Squall and shit I thought they were in this You know what would rule With this game mm. Imagine th- th- They should actually do this you, okay. So you know You can walk down the street And you can You know You can fight with uh, Goofy or whatever mm-hmm. But you know it, it's It's got GPS It's on your phone It knows yeah. where you are what if you step into Disneyland? They're all there. Imagine oh. that. Yeah. If it's like the, the app just goes, it's like hitting it big on the Queen of the Nile. Yeah. It okay. just it just pays off big time. You just get some like mad bonus Fuck, for walking in there. That is a smart way to get more people to go to Disney World. <laughs> yeah, people Which are, they're really struggling. People right? are really off Disney yeah. World. You never hear yeah. people wanting to go there. Yeah. But that's, I mean, you know, in the spirit of the game, yeah. that's the, you know, that's the promised land. It's extremely Kingdom Hearts to have some weird... 
fucking thing. Like it's got one of the most normal names they've done in mm. a while too. Missing Link. Yeah, it's called right. And it, I like. I think you said just before, like it'll it'll tie into this overarching story in a way that's bizarre mm. and crucial. I think you said that. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> no, I said that I read someone else say it. Oh. Right. <laughs> that was me then. You yeah. read me write it yeah. down yeah. on yeah. Unless, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> uh, Fuck, the storyline of this episode is quite confusing. Guess what? I'm Tarzan as well. <laughs> oh, no. That's why I'm not wearing a shirt. Uh, the, it's, I'm not into Kingdom Hearts enough to no. really, but it, I mean, the trailer looks cool. It's like a mm. different main character. It's not your, what's his name? Sora. It's, mm. a, it's, yeah. a, it's a different little fella. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, I mean, it. it could I, I be like the the philosophy of it potentially not just being like, yeah, walking around and finding something at the end of your street. Mm. Like having that, taking that technology and being like, well, what if there's a, a less annoying way to implement? That's it? the thing. Yeah. I don't quite understand what it's for. Then, if it's not for like, what what other uses? could having GPS in a game even have? I guess maybe it just is like literally travelling between areas. So you, mm, you're you in an area, you, you play your game, you do your, um, yeah, probably, mm. maybe. You mm. do your, you find your items, you do your battles and then it's like, oh, we need to go to X area. That's four kilometres away. Up you get. Okay. Won't keep you up. Uru. Yeah. <laughs> so you got your step counter, you got your Pokemon sleep app. Everything's going to be mediated through a, right. a property now. You know yeah. what I wish was better? The Pikmin version of um, the like Go formula that they did. Yeah. What was that just called? Pikmin, Pikmin Bloom. Bloom. Just never quite, yeah, just never quite landed for me, mm. which, yeah. I like, we talked about a few weeks ago, that Monster Hunter one. I haven't yeah. looked at it again, but it was cool. It was more of a gamey game. and I mean, this one sounds like it even is even more of a legitimate game. Yeah. 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 I, I really like that one as well, actually, yeah. Uh, speaking of Monster Hunter, Ooh. Capcom, yes. we're mm. just in regular forest now. This is just plain. Okay. Just a nice. Just German looking forest. That, oh, that German? Kind of, well, actually, those are the worst. Yeah. That, that's where you get eaten by a witch yeah. or whatever. No, yeah. it's got to be a meme. I'm sorry, it's got to be a meme. <laughs> oh, We're okay. in a nightclub. I'm a hot girl. You're screaming in my ear okay. about Monster Hunter. Yeah, this okay. is the, the meme. Is you're the boyfriend. I'm your girlfriend. You've got your arm around. <laughs> right. Yep. I'm saying let's just talk normally. Tommy, your head has turned around, whipped around yep. to the other girl who says, "Bring up fucking memes." As yes, a <laughs> thank mid-30s you. Mid thirties, man. Late thirties, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I was, I knew, I, I, I had another fork in the road, but I politely screamed my car yeah, into you. mid. <laughs> thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually in my W thirties. My thirties aren't mid at all. Uh, yes, they are. Anyway, um, it's it's uh, Capcom. Yeah. Have there were the rumors around like when TGS was happening that they've got a big game coming out before March of next year okay. that will sell millions. This was on then... the girly show from 30 Rock? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> oh, wow. Tracy Jordan said that uh, there's no announcement, though, at TGS at Monster mm. Hunter. So everyone was like, oh, I guess not. Mm. And then Capcom, I think someone out of Capcom said, uh, which makes sense, a business can't speak, but a person said... Um, that they still have a massive game that will sell millions that's going to come out by March. Okay. People assume that that's got to be Monster Hunter because they seem very confident about the millions thing. Yep. Mm. Which, like, I guess it could be well, Devil May Cry. Mm. What has Capcom got on the back burner that they've not... Because they've Devil done May a bunch Cry. of Resident Evil stuff lately. Yeah. Yeah. It won't be another one of them probably. Is Devil May Cry that big of a seller, though? That's always struck me as more yeah. niche. 
Yeah, I think it would. Uh, I think it'd be a fair. But like for them a, to a go safe bank. millions, you know, they're real yeah. high on it, and Pac-Man. not that they're ever going to be like, we'll put out a game by March and it'll tank. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's exactly it, right? Like you're not telling your shareholders, like, yeah, yeah. it'll go okay. A new but Mega Man. Yeah. That uh, one maybe I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's a safe bet for millions. Yeah, yeah. maybe. It's, been, yeah. it's kind of been too long that it would be. Yeah, yeah. Monster Hunter's the the safe bet. Mm. And because uh, what's the so the last one on multi platform? Well, Rise came out on everything eventually. Oh, okay. And they finished though with their like Sunbreak updates. So yes. and they're due for because that was like a second team to the world team, I yeah, believe. Which right, was right. and it was developed for Switch. So even when it came out on everything else, it's like not quite up to the right. yeah. level of fidelity that World was. So you would have to assume if there's a new one coming, it would be not for Switch and for now. Yeah, PS5 and and PC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. that Presumably. Switch Two is what they're hanging out for. That if it's going to be on that, they want to announce it with that. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Or yeah, it sure. could just most likely thing is at the Game Awards they'll announce a new Monster Hunter. Right. Yeah. That's that's where if I were a gambling man, mm-hmm. I would play Destiny a bunch and then put my money on that. Because it was it used to be a Nintendo exclusive, right? Pre. No. no? It started off on PS2. Oh. That was the first Monster Hunter. Then it was on like PSP and shit for a while. And then 3 was on, or Try was on the Wii. Right. And then it was on Nintendo stuff for a bit through to 4 and like uh, Generations and Cross, Double Cross in Japan and mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. And then World was the big multi-platform one. Right. Yep. And now we're today. I kind of okay. love that they're just like, they're not really tethered to anything in particular. Yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, the Switch just sold really well. We'll make one for the Switch. Oh, right, exactly. I think yeah. Nintendo had some money in that one as well. Yeah, okay. Was was maybe what happened. But yeah, that's that's cool. That I, I like it when games get announced and dropped within moments. I don't, yeah, you're right. I don't like this six years Late time, yeah. Waiting. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because there's another thing of like there might be a Zelda game coming out by the end of the year. I saw that. I saw that. Probably yeah. the like Wii U <laughs> versions of uh, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess, right. just like Metroid Prime style. Mm-hmm. Like here's the direct, and they were available. Some right like now Japanese industry analyst was like, "Yeah, there's going to be a a new uh, yeah something Zelda related." Before the end of the year, it's like, brother, it's November. Yeah. And apparently this guy's been like, Switch Pro tomorrow for like right. four years. Right. Oh, okay. So I Just don't Just because he's true. an analyst doesn't mean he's analyzing things correctly. You can analyze something in any way that you want to. That's right. Exactly. I reckon uh, there's going to be a hundred Zelda games come out tomorrow. I've analyzed the situation mm-hmm. and that's my conclusion. And I'll stake my reputation on it. Well, it could just also be, remember they Wait, did that. Um, let me take that back. <laughs> <laughs> remember there was that like Crypt of the Necrodancer spinoff yeah, thing that yeah. was Zelda. It could just be something what like that, like a was, skin for like an indie kind mm, of thing. It was like ZR 2023. And people think R means remake. It probably means remaster. Yeah. Or yeah. it could be linked to the past in like the... I don't know how much of this is just people guessing as well. Linked to the past in the style of how they did uh, Link's Awakening. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe. That also seems like a thing that they would have... They're not going to just drop that over... That's not going to be like a shadow drop thing. That would be in a direct that... Don't know. Yeah, the no. remasters mm. seem like the most likely. Yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah. They just... In the style of the Metroid Prime thing, it's and like... people want them. now. People yeah. are really keen for that. And yeah. so... People Even though wanting. that Wind Waker HD version fucking ruined the look of it. 
looks mm. disgusting. Really? Oh, I hate it. Because all the shadows have Ooh, been uh. done in more of like, it looks like when someone makes like one of those like, this is what Mario would look like in Unreal Engine 5. Oh, yeah. And it just looks like fucking shit. And it just looks like, like. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, no, it wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> right. They'd put more they would effort finesse into the it a style. More than yeah. This. Yeah. The shadows and shit look terrible. And I love the look of that GameCube one. So I'm extra uh, invested in it. Okay. Mm. Uh, what if the remaster is just a remastered version of the HD one? Uh, it will be, and it'll that that <laughs> and it'll suck, and it'll be a hundred dollars yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you'll buy it. <laughs> yeah, and I'll buy their dual screen <laughs> system that's coming out soon. That's the yes. other patent you're yeah. going to love this time. You love talking about patents, my mate. Mm. Uh, they Nintendo patented a dual screen console mm-hmm. that you could remove the screens from one another and they act independently. Yeah, so it's like if yeah. you imagine a 3ds. And then you could take off a th- the, the the DS part, and that became like a Wii U pad. Mm-hmm. That seems to be the th- and they and it was bigger, I think, but like the size of a Switch. Yeah, yeah. So if it was Switch or second a Switch screen, two. take that Switch off, and you've got a second Switch. That's why, and you call it the Switch Two because there's two Switches. Mm. Fuck. Uh-huh. And then you've got maybe like part of the. When it's in the dock <laughs> in TV the most, mode. The most literal people there being like, we've got to make a Switch 2. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's uh, rearrange the words. Double the... <laughs> well, this dual screen Switch, back in back in our day, Adam, yeah. we used to just call this owning two Switches. Well, <laughs> I still do. Uh, the Wii U is is a right. dual screen Switch. Well, yeah. I could, that's what I was going to say. I could see this being, if it's like in the dock and you're playing it in TV mode, you detach one of these screens and then you've basically got the right. Wii U gamepad functionality. And then it's maybe got like another shit kickstand so you can still do it on the go or you can have them stack on top of each other. So yeah, I wonder. Fuck, that's actually awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. this doesn't really track with a lot of the other stuff we've heard about it because what always gets pointed out in these articles that report on these patents is that often... They companies have an idea, and it doesn't necessarily mean that this is the thing they're actively working right. on. Right? No. They've had the thought. If you and come it's up like, with a new technology, you patent it. Yeah, let's yeah. file this now, and then so we might no come back can. to it in you know seven, eight years. They're or not whatever. fucking Wallace and Gromit just making shit for the fun of it. Yeah. No. Uh, do you reckon he patented those? Oh, the trousers he bought off of NASA or something. Right. Right. But, uh, but like the the thing he bought the, the trousers. Toast thing. He didn't make the trousers. <laughs> he bought them from NASA. Yeah, yeah they came in a box. They're ex NASA, and he like, like reprograms them a little. Yeah. Huh. But I don't remember that. Yeah, he just buys I don't remember them. seeing the NASA sticker on the wrong trousers. I, I think it's a metal plate that he s- screws off or scrubs out or right. something. I thought he made them. Nah. Stolen valor. He, and he, he, all he <laughs> well, made is, yeah, the toast <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Oh, putting him, putting him into the trousers. All of that's him. He had the idea of wearing the trousers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. That's a that's a Wallace original. <laughs> no, but you know, like the thing that like lifts him. You know, like all of that. He's got him out to of fling bed. out yeah. of his bed stuff yeah. and yeah, all of yeah. that. That's that's actually the beds. It's just like one of those hospital beds that has a th- right. He's done and they nothing. don't work. So and he got it out of like the sixties Batman, didn't he? Didn't they have something where they slid down a tunnel? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I, I, it's I, a bit get smart as well. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not been any new invention since get smart. <laughs> Uh, and we're still waiting on the fucking shoe phone to be a reality. That's yeah. where I keep mine. Doesn't work very well. People mm. complain they can't hear me. Uh, anyway, that's they, where they I keep mine when that. I go swimming at the beach. I like agree call with it going you. get smart mode. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you that uh, it will not be the Switch Two because also this is way too soon to when that is surely releasing for them to be yeah, filing sure. a pattern. Yeah. Now. Well, it was fi- I think it was f- filed a little while, but it d- it just also seems it doesn't really track with what we've been hearing about it. Mm. Um, it could be cool, but I also would rather them just 
stick the court like play it play it safe mm. just make a more powerful version with better controllers of the thing yeah. you've got watch it be the case now yes but exactly it is, yeah. it is yeah. the thing but uh th- th- and speaking of patents which we love to do here yeah, yeah. rockstar patented oh yeah some uh animation technology that do you is want, do you want the actual name of it there's there's like an actual funny little name of it okay grand theft auto 6 that's it i believe is the name um it's called, it's called <clears throat> system on, gr- on Tumblr, right? Uh, on Tinder. God, I couldn't remember any of them. <laughs> you went from Grinder to I'm Tumblr to Tinder. <laughs> I'm on my own app called Grumbler. Called Grumbler. <laughs> I want to find someone to complain with. No sex. Fuck, that sounds awesome. No commitment. Just we sit and we vent about um, our lives. That's Twitter. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's having that's called having friends. Yeah, uh, it's called system and method for virtual character locomotion. Nice, um, okay. by Kylie is... Minogue. Uh, the, and it's essentially yeah. yeah, yeah, nice. It's essentially for NPCs, and it would basically regulate. It would mean that their kind of the movements and the way they react are different in different types of weather, and just sort of responding more to it's the environments that the are example, around them. Yeah, the example they give is like imagine someone walking, but they're in the rain and they're sad and they're injured. Yeah, and it's it for be, all, all characters, including like playable right, characters. Right, right. Yeah, they, so and just, they just make small components of animations that they yeah. can be the tweak the natural uh, fluid. Yeah, fluid. Fluidity of, of movement and changing pose to pose. Yeah. I remember people talking about a really similar thing. I guess it was Euphoria, which they did use in GTA 4 for people flopping around and stuff when oh, they yeah. were knocked out. Mm-hmm. But Like ragdolly sort of stuff. But originally, like in an Indiana Jones game that never came out, the <laughs> plan was that he could punch real naturally. Okay. So wherever he was and wherever the Nazi was hanging, he could punch him. And oh. people would be like, that might not be the best way to resolve this. <laughs> and then a few years later, they'd be like, actually, it's great. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's the bare minimum. <laughs> yeah. So obviously people have been mucking around with it, but apparently the, the, the Rockstar one is good, but it wasn't included, I assume, in any of those leaks that came out because this is the first we're hearing about it. I guess, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. leak still would have been, I would imagine it's the kind of thing that they're not putting into that prototype, which was a little while ago now. And yeah, like this there were wireframes and shit in that, yeah, that, yeah. that leaked stuff that as well. that does sound cool. And like part of, you know, part of Rockstar's thing is wanting to make their worlds feel as mm-hmm. immersive and realistic as they can possibly get them. You know, all the stuff in Red Dead 2 was about the different size of the horse testicles and sure. how they move. I and don't they... remember that being the name. <laughs> that, was, that was a headline. Was that was a really? headline in the lead yeah. up to the game coming out that they would like yeah. react to the weather and they would... Oh, I do they remember move, that. Now. They, they, they had their own set of physics and everything. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so so kind of, yeah, someone, someone walking along like slightly more hunched when it's raining because they're trying to shield themselves. I can see yeah. that being the sort of thing that they're super into. You can like totally. generate an animation of someone like putting their hands in the air going, look at the size of those horse balls. Exactly, yes. yeah. Yes. yeah. Yes. Wallace and Gromit, the finger shake thing. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> if that's an option <laughs> to make everyone Wallace. react like Wallace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, like, you know, ray tracing was like the last probably big thing um, that was sort of industry industry wide. The one yeah. that people had. like talked about. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because there's a bunch of stuff like in uh, Alan Wake too. There, there, there's mesh shading, right? Which I don't fully understand, but it lets you have more triangles. And I guess like the Un- Unreal Five 
Unreal 5 engine? Yeah. Um, like had a big emphasis on facial animation and detail and stuff. Yep. Um, yeah. Tech's uh, improving all the time. Yeah. I was Like ray tracing it was spoken about a lot. Mm. But like A, unless you have a really powerful PC or B, unless you're willing to run your PS5 games, you know, at 30 frames per second, it hasn't had a massive impact. It's really just like a luxury sort of item, if, uh, if anything. I found myself in a conversation the other day where a friend of mine came around who mm. I hadn't seen for a while and uh, he was talking about the size of our TV. Sure. And he was like, oh, it's pretty big. And my girlfriend was also like, yeah, it's just, it's, it is too big, isn't it? And I was like, well, That's I like the first time you ever heard her say that. I was like, I was like, I hate to say it. I'm starting to think about getting a new one. And she's like, we don't need a new one. And uh, you know when you're in a conversation with people who aren't tapped into the same kind of stuff, which I'm, you know, I think you especially will understand this, Adam. Mm. I'm like, I'm starting to get to a point where there's the odd PS5 game where I go to turn something on and it's like, your TV doesn't support this. Yeah. And oh. it's fucking me off. Mm. And I was like, I'm not saying I want it. I want, I'm not saying I'm going to get a bigger one. I'm just saying it's, it's been a few years. Probably time. It's starting to get that little bit of like warping in at yeah. the sides of the screen, where when the screen is completely hertz. white, you You've can just see the like you can see yeah. that like fog at the side. And I'm yeah. like, maybe it's time for an OLED. Maybe it's time for like just the smart TV features work a little better. Yeah, get that 120 hertz variable get that refresh HDR rate is good. All right. that stuff. I'm like, if you're it, yeah, if you're it's it's like a it's just a little part of my brain that if there's like. A bit of a a bit of a menu that I can't access. <laughs> it just sits in the back of my yeah. head, and I'm like, I'm living half a life here. You know what you need to do is make that part of your brain much larger, and refuse to ever let a doctor <laughs> diagnose why it's so large, and then you can live the real life. I I like that I, the idea of getting a new TV that is slightly smaller because I we I think we all still have the same roughly TV. I'm not using that one anymore. I get. I, oh I, yeah, I, yeah, I of course. Recommissioned it into a happier home. Yeah, but like it's, <laughs> it's a, gone to a farm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's 65 inches. Yep. And like I live in a one bedroom apartment. Like it takes up so much like It does real take estate. up, but I will I just I just don't have that part of my brain. Like when I'm in front of it watching something, I like watching a movie and it taken up <sighs> yeah. maximum like, visual real what estate. What else are you going to yeah. put there? Fucking air? Yeah, exactly. Who cares? Yeah. Especially in our, the layout of our, like you guys know the layout of my living room. It's yeah. just like, well, I mean, it is in yes. front of a window, but it just looks onto a courtyard that gets absolutely no natural light whatsoever. And if yeah. you don't like the look of the TV, guess what? You can put anything there. <laughs> yeah. Anything you can imagine, you can display on that thing. Well, and also so it's nice. Have because a little it, creativity. Like, it blocks the window that looks onto the courtyard. And that then means that when Cupid goes out there to do his business, he gets a little bit of privacy because right. we can't see him. You're just watching... <laughs> Cheers. I don't know what you That's watch That's a there. good way to sell it yeah. to your partner. Yeah. It's, My girlfriend's uh, like, when yeah. are we going to think about having kids? I'm like, when I've got an OLED, okay? <laughs> when I've got an... We take care of the 120 hertz refresh rate yeah. and then... Don't bring up your kids in, a, in an LED world. Yeah. I want my kids to respect me well, from the minute they enter the house. I want them to know yeah. that this man can provide for my me over time. My child's first words are going to be a number and a letter. Yeah. And that kid is saying 4K, probably 8 by yeah. the time they're 
old enough. I to am say. always going to be watching Bluey in the highest resolution possible. <laughs> I don't want the other kids at school to tease me for having a small TV. <laughs> My kid is going to have an early memory of me yelling at them to turn off smooth uh, motion, motion yeah, on, on the yeah. TV. It's not what the director intended. <laughs> well, my friend who... Uh, I hope In this he house, we respect <laughs> the director's intention. <laughs> I hope my friend doesn't mind me telling this because he does listen to this. My friend who who put me on, who gave me the heads up about that TV. Oh, it, was, yeah. it was on sale at... Uh, it was like an end of financial year sale at JB. Yeah, yeah. And if you remember, I bought it but when I was um, in between houses. I was staying with a friend. Yeah, and that's uh, right. I... Uh, and so I bought that TV and then that was the domino effect where then you guys got the same TV. Yes. He was seeing someone and they came around to his house and they were like, Jesus Christ, this TV's a bit big. And that kind of got in his head and then he sold it and he, he bought a slightly smaller TV. Wow. And then like a couple of weeks later I was like, oh, how's it going with that girl? And he's like, oh, I ended it. <laughs> like, why'd you, oh. why, why'd you let the TV thing get in your head if you oh. were thinking you might end it at some point? I, the TV back, bro. Because I had the exact opposite thing where I walked in and saw the size of that TV and I went, sick. Yeah, yeah I'm going to fuck Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about uh, not to talk too much about TVs. Hey, that, that the thing you look at to play a game. It's I'm crazy how about... little we talk about TVs given that they're a yeah, fundamental part of the gaming experience. I think True. we got it slightly wrong with that TV as well. There were better ones at the time too. Yeah, yeah right. It was cheap though. I, uh, but It was a good deal. I and also, like inches. I said. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah exactly. You're, you're, you're doing okay. And I think I was going up from like a 30-something maybe. Oh, yeah. You know, like it was a big... I'm thinking about the high-quality projector. Oh, bitch. <laughs> you get rid I of the you, space. trying to do that onto a window. <laughs> but the, 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 they're expensive for the good ones. Yeah, I know. You're really talking more money to get what a TV can do at the same I price. Know. I you know what? Every now and then, I do this bit with Lauren where I'm like, have you... Uh, you, haven't, you haven't said anything. Have you n- genuinely not noticed? And mm. she's like, what? I'm like, I got... I got a new TV, a new TV in here when you were at work the other day. And there'll always be a beat where she's like, really? Like, see, you wouldn't even know. I'm like, yeah, I got one that's like a few inches bigger. And she's like, really? I'm like, see, you wouldn't be able no, to tell yeah. anyway. But you're not. I'm you're going <laughs> for 90. No, I'm get- <laughs> you're not exposing her lack of TV knowledge or deductive reasoning. You're showing the trust in you that yeah. she has that you're betraying yeah, you're every day. With yeah, your that's bed. it. On the forums, we call it gaslighting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I take a long time to say betraying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I know that'd be cool, but fuck, they're pricey. Mm. This episode of Filthy Casuals is once again brought to you by our dear, dear friends over at Manscaped. Hello, Manscaped. Please <laughs> come right in. Open door policy. That's our dear. We are friends of them. Yeah. They're going in the fridge. They haven't even asked because they know it's fine. Oh, yeah. they're our Kramer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're better. Yeah. 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 They're, they're better groomed. They're less hairy. Oh, That's man. damn sure. What could Kramer have used more? Than a few lessons about language <laughs> and um, the beautiful. I don't like this that Kramer, the character, gets dragged into the crimes of the actor who put. <laughs> Not my fault. A <laughs> uh, bunch of bunch of grooming products would have done the man well. And That's right. The better place to get them from is Manscaped. That's yeah. your location to go. Uh, they make beard hedger. Yes. It's for hedging your beard. Self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They make lawnmower. Yeah. Now, this is where <laughs> the naming pattern breaks. Yeah. yeah. That is for trimming downstairs, ideally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess, yeah, they've they've decided that the pubis region is uh, where your lawn is located. 
uh-huh. and they've made something to mow it. Well, they, they should have saved this name because, like, you think about mowing the lawn, that's out the back. So they should have named yeah. the lawnmower for when they make a butthole hair trimmer. Look at this guy who's never heard of a front lawn. Well, <laughs> yeah. not everyone has a front lawn. Not everyone has a back lawn, bitch. I reckon there's more front lawns I reckon there's more back lawns. I reckon there's more back lawns. No chance. In Australia, we're big on front lawns. <laughs> there's more front lawns globally, would be my guess, than back lawns. By the okay. way, the copy Manscaped sent us this week said, can you guys please get into a fight mid-ad? Yes. We're reading it verbatim. <laughs> uh, well, whatever the case, there's a whole bunch of... Uh, 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 ear hair out there and you can get that with the ear and nose hair trimmer mm. yes uh, the, the, there's all sorts of great products that Manscaped make uh, make and make <laughs> <Mate. laughs> um, uh, they they currently we, we make use them, them. we gen- like we literally we genuinely we use them and we endorse them yep. uh, they're my favorite grooming products my favorite uh, hair trimming products I've literally ever owned yep uh, it's the reason that we continue to work with them we yep. wouldn't if we'd used them when they were shit we would have felt too guilty and too shameful wouldn't have to continue happening. this partnership yeah, we, we 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 use them. My uh, they're my favorite too, and my favorite uh, thing when purchasing something is to get a discount. Yeah, oh, yeah. the best. That's up there for me. Sneaky little way you can do that. Okay, is by using the code Filthy mm-hmm. when you check out. You get yourself twenty percent off and free shipping. Yeah, that's such a good shipping is always the one where I'm like, ah, oh, damn. Of course, mm. someone's got to bring it to me. Yeah, yeah. not now. They, also, they shoot it from a cannon. Um, it's Halloween. Arr, arr, arr. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Twenty <laughs> percent off for free shipping from Manscaped if you use the code Filthy. I recommend you do. But might be worth it to look at a good-looking game. I think it might be. Such as a good-looking game that's come out recently called... (laughs) It's so funny that it's called this. (laughs) Alan Wake 2. When at the very start of the game, it does big, like the big letters with the title. Oh, that's right. And so the whole screen is taken up by just Alan (laughs) (laughs) for a second. Okay. It's funny. This is worth buying a new TV for. Imagine. A few extra inches of Alan. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Don't mind if I do. Um, Partridge. Uh (laughs) Aha. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is Remedy's latest game. Remedy, the developer of Control and Alan, Alan Wake, Wake. Mm-hmm. and uh, Alan Wake American Nightmare, and another one, Quantum Break. Oh yep. And, oh yeah, because uh, the guys in this one, Max Payne one and two, right. is there, which they're remastering currently and working on a sequel to Control and all sorts of shit. Yeah, they're very busy, and they, in my opinion, have put out something pretty fucking cool. With uh, Alan Wake 2, I really enjoyed myself with this. So you it finished is... this bad boy? <clears throat> yeah, it's um an extremely like Kojima coded, uh, <laughs> okay, like story focused survival horror game mm-hmm. that has uh, a really strong sense of identity that the the like sincerity with which it plays that and the tongue in cheekness that isn't like winking at the camera going like isn't this stupid mm-hmm. but it's going isn't this a bit of fun yeah is the fun type of self-awareness that i think this contains okay that all of that atmosphere that it has of like just uh, uh really um i i don't mean this in a negative way into itself a really like uh, uh, self-assured mm. okay. like presentation and story and everything it really pulled me in yeah it's it's very it's very fun it's very similar in its like um, um, in its high points to, to something like the 
second and third Resident Evil games. It has a little, a bit of that sort of the, like the remakes of them. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, the remakes that sort of exploring a, a, a an area, um, unlocking a thing with a new item that you've found, and backtracking and getting your you know collecting your ammo yeah. and your extra things. So I haven't gotten to start this yet. I also haven't played one. Okay. Maybe explain a little bit about what this is because I'm so, sort of a little in the dark about exactly what you're doing oh, in this. You're in the dark. Oh, You're going to be right at home. Yeah. I'm a wake, <laughs> Alan. Alan wake. Too. Yeah, that's a that's a bit, that's a little uh, Easter egg little for those <laughs> uh, for those eagle-eyed uh, viewers at home. Only um, the Rick and Morty viewers will get that one. Yeah, <laughs> one big Easter egg in Alan Wake. It's it's a wake. The sequel to Alan Wake, which came out in 2010, but it is also like look up if you're just jumping into this. What happened in Alan Wake One and in Control? Yeah, so it's yes. the same. It's a shared world. It's a shared it's world. In yes. one of the DLCs for Control, it already kind of brought in Alan Wake uh, okay, stuff sure. a bit. Yeah, um, AWE. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is an altered world event. Yes, and also stands for Alan Wake expansion. Mm. Letters can do anything. <laughs> so this is on some Sesame Street shit. <laughs> it is very much following on from the story of those, which is, I suppose, a quick setup for them is fine because they're all get like Alan yeah. Wake was a writer mm-hmm. who goes to this town called Bright Falls. Uh, it's very Twin Peaksy sort of thing. He gets, uh, it's like a sort of creepy town and they've got this thing mm-hmm. called Deerfest on. He's going there to like get away from writing. He's got writer's block and he's like a tortured genius writer mm-hmm. type of guy gets roped into this thing where the lake contains a monster basically that will suck you in there and make a dark fantasy world that is torturing you and all of it for him is based on like he's a writer so the most important thing in the world is writing and this monster feeds on art okay and so like you the the it is able to use the art that people make for it to alter reality right mm. is is like a broad thing from Alan and Wake 1 sort of like totemic items that are like very metaphorical that like interact with these dimensions and, and so stuff. Right. they tie into control because they're the objects of power from control right where you remember mm-hmm. from control it was like anything that is like a stereotypical like uh, a telephone rep- representative or... thing. and like but like a like a yellow taxi yeah like yeah. A, right. a, 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 a a really telephone looking telephone the telephone you draw yeah could yes. be an object of power and so in this, it's like in the first one, there was like a light switch that was a big one and there's a lamp that's attached to it. And you've got Alan Wake there and this new character, Saga Anderson, mm-hmm. who is showing up. She's an FBI detective who is uh, showing up because there's been a, a murder, mm. a ritualistic seeming murder. Okay. And her and her partner, who is Sam Lake, the like... <laughs> the guy who made the game and is Max Payne's yeah, face. Yeah, it's Max Payne. It's Ma- Max Payne is it's here. It's so odd. <laughs> and he's in it as Max Payne, but they've had to change a name because they don't own Max Payne anymore. Right. So cool. he's called Alex Casey now. Yeah. But it's Max, Max Payne's Payne. in witness protection. He's 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 <laughs> yeah, so Alan Wake wrote crime novels about Alex Casey. Yeah. So okay. he is real in the dream world. Yeah. Okay. But then also this person who is her partner in real life is Alex Casey and looks exactly like him and he's like I know the jokes yeah I'm a detective called Casey yeah you know um, I got the same name it's like you meet a secret agent called James Bond and he's like it's just a coincidence yeah except it's not in this because it's everything is sort of a meta reference to everything else so when does the Kojima kind of stuff come in so (laughs) (laughs) Sam Lake is very much in this his name is all over it 
He is yeah. acting in it. It's got real world footage of filmed actors. Oh yeah, I love. I really liked that in Control. Yeah, 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 and that's all happening more so in this even than in Control. Like, there's a lot of it. Yeah, because Quantum Break, I don't think I ever played it. I can't remember, but it had a TV show basically attached to right. it. Right. Yeah, I remember that about it. I'd never played it though. Right, and so that that sort of it's it's a mixture of and the graphics look so good. Yeah. That Usually, when it goes between the video and the and the gameplay, you obviously can tell a difference, but it's a smooth transition. I even right. thought that with control, I, and I think it's the way they sort of like layer that presentation with like right. shadows and echoes and stuff like that. It's done cleverly, where mm. when it goes into the filmic stuff, it's usually through a transition through literally a TV or something, and it right. just yeah. like it's it's done really well, and I think it's like directed really well. Yeah, for, yeah, uh, it. And so you, you go through these two characters at, at different points and then at some point in the story you can kind of switch between them and do their stories in the order you'd prefer up oh, to cool. then a bottleneck point where it's like, now wrap them both up. Yep. Yeah. Um, and it's... You're, you're doing like sort of, a, like Ben said, a Resident Evil modern ones wandering through, shooting at enemies that is in a quite a stiff feeling but like... I think satisfying slow paced combat thing okay. where you have light, they can't go in yeah. and they get damaged by your flashlight or stunned by it. So then you can shoot them with a gun, right. a much more traditional way of <laughs> killing. <laughs> yes. Sounds like Luigi's mansion so far. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. And the story unfolds. Really expecting to be shot down for that comment, not be met with <laughs> unanimous agreement. One hundred percent correct, Tommy. <laughs> Wahoo! <laughs> and yeah, it's so it 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 goes through this um like mystery story. Yeah, in like a series of like segmented areas, basically okay. yep. chapters that yeah, have yeah. like an ending song at the end of them. Oh, cool! And like uh, no credits. It doesn't go as far as credits. I yeah. almost wish it had. Yeah, because it just brings you to a screen with that's a pause with a song playing. Like it's a TV series. Well, you've been—that's yeah. where you've been too Kojima pilled to expect credits to be rolling every <laughs> yeah. fifteen minutes. The fact that it's almost doing that though, yeah, it's fully and it's very <laughs> auteur-y like, obvi- sure. like, yeah, you know, uh, th- and the mystery is like there's clearly stuff going on with every element of this. So saga. She has this mind place, she calls it. <laughs> it's it's I it so annoys me that because I think at the start she's like, it's not a mind palace, it's a mind place. I'm not that pretentious. Like yeah. it's I think it's more pretentious <laughs> to like make up your own name for it. <laughs> yeah. It's also yeah. The so And it's kind of just a menu, really. They both have like a menu area they go to that <laughs> yep. absolutely is just them looking around at uh, uh here's our um this is uh, the TV things we've seen. You right. can go and look at them okay. in the menu. Or, so for Saga, there's a big case board where she's drawing red string between photos and stuff and she's FBI trying to figure stuff out. And then she's got, um, like, she can look at people's profiles and kind of has these, like, imagined conversations with them yeah. to oh, figure yeah, sure. them out. Yeah. But it's clear like, from the start, like... Overhearing their thoughts, basically. Yeah. Like, the first one you do, the person's like, how did you know that? Yeah, yeah. And... So there's more going on, obviously, to everything right, as right. you go through and it, and, it, and it elaborates as you go through. But it plays with like, well, what's real and what's not? And I really like the way, I don't want to give away any of the story, but the way that it uses those mechanics by the end and like the the the, the stuff that it's doing with, with those story to like, the, with the very heavy-handed, sure, mm-hmm. metaphor of like this this 
dark presence that's very interested in your work and maybe makes you doubt yourself right and all of that stuff but even if it's heavy-handed some bread you gotta pound the dough right <laughs> oh brother so like it the way that it uses that stuff by the end i thought was so cool and just like a good time it's having a lot of fun sinking into this genre and like going full balls to the wall i love it when the balls <laughs> they're on the slapping wall. on that brick wall if they're there <laughs> on that i'm there too on that dough <laughs> yummy that's how i want my pizza dough kneaded just it's fully going for it yeah it's fully um more so than like so many games it commits to a style that is um that is like strong and and creates a distinct atmosphere that is all encompassing. It really every element of it is like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have actors who are do- voicing these characters. We're gonna model the faces on them. Mm-hmm. We're gonna put these actors in some live action stuff. It's going to comment on itself doing that. You know, like yeah, because I remember yeah. in Control liking it in spite of the fact that it's the sort of thing that should really annoy me. That mm. like it should be so immersion breaking as a technique because it's like well. You're asking me to believe that this is a real person, but then that's an actual real person right there. So yeah. I can see that this it's, is just a, a pol- polygonal model. And yeah. it's, it's doing that sort of stuff and being aware that it's meta and all of that, but in a way that I didn't find grating. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Because it's got so much enthusiasm and like heart and character to it that... It, it, it isn't cynical in the way that that meta stuff is like a cop-out often. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it tied it's into what the, the story is. Yeah, and um, like the themes of the story and everything in a way that is yeah. a lot more thought out than just going like, I'm in a video game or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think it pulls off the, the mixture with live action because it is genuinely incredible looking as a game. Right. Mm. Like the game environmentally looks like photorealistic in some parts like especially that the city well the dark place but like yeah. the like it just it just looks real the forests and stuff obviously are a little bit more gamey but that's because you know like animals and shit don't look real in games yeah they look fucking top notch for a game yeah exactly yes, i'm going 100%. Uh, i'm going away this weekend i might have to download this onto the steam deck and get a beautiful four minutes of playtime <laughs> out of it with that battery <laughs> apparently it sort of runs okay on the pc too people were worried about it but it's right. actually pretty decent right on the ps5 which is where i played it i played mm-hmm. it in the like the high resolution 30 frames yeah mode, right. good the the some of the reflection stuff looks shit they've had to clearly yes like the mirrors kind of don't work yeah, and some of the lighting yeah. stuff is a bit weird and it's only <clears throat> super noticeable because the rest of it is really looking good. Right. It's a little uh, uh, buggy at points too. Like yeah. when characters are opening doors, their wrists don't know where to fucking go. Yep. <laughs> and like there, there's some stuff like that, like on the map, instead of saying like uh, whatever the actual in-game title of a point of interest would be like a uh, uh, box or whatever. It would yeah. say like um, uh, box underscore not open underscore whatever. Like oh. right. just some bits and bobs like that. that yeah. It'll be smooth over, you have to imagine. Pretty Surely. Soon, but sure. Yeah. And I think it has been patched since it came out for the, the PS4. And they've said it's got like a bunch of planned updates that right. will have story content in them. And there's a couple of expansions as well that will be paid, but also free story stuff. I don't know how yeah, it's cool. going to work. I, f- I found it a little i didn't find the controls as um i found them a bit of an imp- an impediment certainly compared to the that other survival horror stuff that i played recently mm. 
but is older. I, this was a bit, and I remember actually people saying Control had dodgy controls, which I I didn't agree with, and I found it maybe because there was like dash moves, and you had those powers that you were, were flying around. Yeah, the place yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I was, I just like sunk right into that. Whereas this, because maybe because it is like a tense game where you do get some. Oh, and there's like a jump scare every. 10 minutes and sometimes it's every 30 seconds for right. a period. like it's really <laughs> right. like it's it has a great atmosphere and mm. it's spooky and it's creepy and the imagery is great but it also does that thing of just like oh, i'm walking down a cor- corridor and then the full screen is a like skull streaming at yeah. me yeah oh, I, I, I hate uh, that uh, walking, okay. walking down a corridor um, the, I didn't mind that just because the thing that it is doing is like this evil presence who is just trying to go fuck you all yeah, the time. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I just it hate scared that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely yeah. scared me. It didn't bother me, but um, I do. It, a lot of people as well in the Patreon thing have been like a lot of jump scares and yeah, I'm not a bad thing. But. Yeah, and, and I think I didn't mind it because like I've I think I've had the experience recently maybe with a couple of like movies and games that were meant to be quite scary that didn't scare me at all and mm. just left me a bit like oh well the. I, w- I then it didn't have the effect it was intending to on me, especially compared to like Resident Evil Four this year, which isn't scary, yeah, but isn't really going for that in the same way. Yeah. But then I think controls and feels a lot better to shoot, yeah, and this isn't going for that in the same way. This is stiffer, and you like some of the enemies when they're there are some that dart around, and they're kind of hard to keep track of. Right. But it's yeah. sort of the point. But it is also like well, even if the point is that oh, I can't aim at you easily, it's still a little. Frustrating. Is it totally, going for a bit yeah. more of like a naturalistic, like how a person moves around? Because it's Leon almost, sort of darts around in, you know, it's like he's it's meant to be. He's an sort action of real star. Life, yeah, but it's, it's he is very like cartoony in how he moves. Because yeah, when you're when you're Saga, you're in the real world. When you're Alan, you're when he was trapped in the dark place. Right. And the way it it functions well in that for me because that is meant to represent a living nightmare. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so the feeling of like. Oh, being not quite able to move oh, how to, you would. I have to run to catch the bus, but it's like I'm underwater. Oh, and I'm naked, yeah. yeah. It is, honestly, yeah, it is that, like running right. underwater and feeling like you're like literally dodging shadows. Right. Which feels deliberate in the dark place bit and then maybe doesn't translate quite as well when you're like, but I'm in the real world in this Yeah, mm-hmm. there is a... The, but you're uh, fighting weird demonic enemies, but yeah. There, there are a couple of boss battles. Even, like, the first one I found really frustrating because I felt like I was... Un, like, there's a dodge, but it's not a great dodge, and it's not like you can't just keep dodging. Like, you have to, like, lock into how it wants you to play it a bit right, of, right. like, no, you got to dodge once and run away, and you, which you figure out, but it's not super intuitive. It, it does mm-hmm. initially just feel a bit like... Yeah, yeah, you're running through mud a lot of the time. It's very survival horror style, though, as well, of like that old-fashioned type. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas it plays like a more modern one but has that feeling of the older ones where you're kind of like, oh, fucking overwhelmed at yeah. times. You got like a double tap to spin around. It's very Resident Evil. like, And, and like uh, even, the, yeah, those remakes, which I only played, I think, earlier this year, even they, you're a bit more responsive and, and mm. stuff uh, than this, which I guess it's... I don't know if it's just a limitation of remedy because, yeah, people did have that complaint with uh, Control. And I actually, I had that complaint when I pl- uh, tried to play Alan Wake Remastered. Mm. I, I literally was like, this is too, too stiff. This, I didn't enjoy right. the the act of playing. I guess yeah. it's also I, Capcom have that engine that they use for everything and Remedy right. are like, 
they get into a point where they're cranking them out a bit more, but they're still pretty, you know, their output is like taking them quite a few years in between each thing. So I, yeah. I don't think that it's bad. It's just like, because uh, I enjoyed it most of the time. Right. Like the the combat was, was I, I wasn't like, oh, here we go. Yeah, at any yeah. Point. Um, I, I, was, I was like pissed off at how many times I had to replay the first boss. But yeah, by the, and so I'm like, 12 hours in so i'm like really close to finishing it and at this point yeah it's fine you get more weapons and you get more things that um make it a lot easier than and i was like low on ammo and uh, with that first boss and once, yep. once you, yeah once you've got it yeah got yeah it. and i will say as well i didn't love the so you have a few sort of open areas where you can go hunt for other side stuff mm-hmm. and i didn't find myself doing too much of that because it like just wasn't that uh, interesting yeah. to me. I don't think the stuff that was there, like I did some of it, but I I didn't have the thing that I often have with games where I'm like, well, I have to do all of this. Mm, yeah, right. Yeah. I was pretty happy to, but that's also because I was really propelled forward by wanting to see more of the story. Right. That's yeah. interesting because I have been doing that and yeah. I'm not as into the story. Um, and I think it's uh, all the stuff you said about the story is uh, it's from Twin Peaks. <laughs> <laughs> right, like, yeah. like the the atmosphere, the small town stuff, the like. I I've I'll, I I think I've got no spoilers in this. I wrote a list of things that Alan Wake has taken from Twin Peaks <laughs> that it is doing <laughs> with awareness, where it's like yeah, because it, this there is are like, Twin Peaks cross the X Files, yeah, Max yeah, Payne cross was True Detective story. season one, yeah. yeah. Um, but there's it's just that there's so many. So it's set in a Pacific Northwest small town in a pine forest. Uh, uh, the FBI come in to investigate a murder. Mm-hmm. There's a helpful local sheriff and some goofy deputies. Um, the 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 local area interfaces with a creepy alternate dimension. This is also scary movie one so far as well, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, that and Scream, I think, are also inspired by Twin Peaks. Right, right. Um, a character is trapped in an alternate dimension for a long time until the long-awaited sequel is released. Mm-hmm. Um, there are hints and messages to the murder investigation that are conveyed through dreams uh, and visions. Um, electricity or light is a force that can interact with enemies or the alternate dimension. Uh, characters often disappear into thin air, sometimes <laughs> in small-town sheriff's offices. There are mysterious portals in the forest. Um, and then... Uh, what was the other one? Oh, in Twin Peaks, The Return, every episode ends with a musical performance, which, I mean, it's like, it's just like the end credits kind of in yeah, this. Yeah. It's, it's, and it is evoking a TV show. I like what you say about the character being trapped in another dimension until the sequel coming out a long time later. Mm. If they did that deliberately, if they like could have cranked out two, like two <laughs> years later, and they're like, no, no, well... We gotta wait We've out. Gotta we have gotta a wait gap. out and yeah. see what Twin Peaks does. Yeah, <laughs> Half Life Opposing Force is the other one that needs to. Yeah, I think all of that stuff is like then, with awareness, though. Like, it's I don't think it's that. But like, I think well, so like the the issue is not that it's like uh, bad. It's that for me, I'd already seen all of this stuff. It doesn't have the same in one package. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd watched the show where literally all of these plot beats and the setting and the character archetypes were in and loved it. Like, it's a great show mm. and you would probably enjoy it, Knox. I think so. If you enjoyed Alan Wake because... But yeah, it's like, well, there is a lessening of the impact of those creative choices because I've seen them in the thing 
that they're in. And there are other, there is other stuff in this which is like interesting. I love the way it overlaps with control. It doesn't yeah, feel like yes. a, like a shitty like oh, we need a universe. It feels really deliberate and like uh, a creative decision. Right? I kind of mm. yeah, I like the sound of that. I like too like the we were talking about Sea of Stars and the Messenger and how they're gonna. They're supposedly set in the same world, even right. though you wouldn't know it to play them, but they're going to bring out some DLC that kind of yeah. links them together and I hope they do it a bit... Ele- I mean, I do feel like the whole thing now of like the shared universe in movies is sort of tends to be a bit clunkily done or right. very sort of, you know, cynically, cash-grabby, callously done of like, oh, we make this thing and then we make it so that you have to go and see five other things. But seeing this threaded through in video games a bit more, it's just like this elegant overlapping of yeah. things that do sort of stand The way stand it's done cool. here too, I, I agree with you that it's like a little tiresome with some things to be like, okay, everything's a shared universe. Mm. And this, like very early on, you see like a, a, a little forest station that mm. has the federal bureau of control logo on it and i found myself being like oh sick that was that's the alarm goes off on it and you're like that's the alarm and it works better with games there is an assumption of like if a game is good there will be a sequel or there'll be six sequels you know Mm. it's just Mm. like it's less gauche to be like yeah well this game's gonna have a sequel like you know movies you know, like if you had a David Lynch movie and it's like, hey, Mulholland Drive 2 and then the Mulholland Drive, the squeakwall, like it's yeah. Yeah. it's different to that. Or if someone in, in fucking, I don't know, in, in a more recent David Lynch movie was like, what road are we on? Mulholland Drive? Nice. And that was it. <laughs> right. Or like, you know, like right. It's, it's, it's... Or even like in, the, I remember like Link's Awakening on the Game Boy, one of the items you can get in a shop is a little Yoshi toy. And right. being like, oh, that's... That's cool. Right. I don't quite get... So wait, they're, they're video games in this? You know what I mean? Those right. little things where you're like, there's just that bit of overlap that in your head you're like, oh, okay, it's, they all sort of exist in the same realm somehow. I think it's done really well here. The one overlap yeah. that I think is a little weird is that this is set in small town America and also just Finland. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, everyone is like from Finland. Well, because Remedy's they're in Finnish. Finland. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so like... I, I don't dislike it. It's like cool for them to be like, ah, but actually, you know what? Let's have some Finland stuff in here because that's where we're from. Yeah, and it but- kind of suits the... Um, it's like f- an aesthetic for a specific thing in the game, not just like the town, but something else that is in the game mm. that is part of the plot that, that is was- like, oh, this adds a sort of um, mythological... Uh, element to it that I really like, and they do sort of explain it in a way that I think happens more in America than here, where it's like, well, these people from Finland moved here, so then more people like it's kind oh, of got sh- some bits sure. of like, like uh, uh, in Pennsylvania, like there's Dutch country, like it's yeah, there right. are large elements of of European. So that and does kind of sound it's like cool. Like it, yeah. I, it's I, I I liked those those bits of it where like I don't know heaps about Finland. They're yeah, like, guess what? Yeah. It's fucking magic. It does. <laughs> it's really of, scary. It does yeah. kind of seem like they've stolen the big twist from the end of There Will Be Blood when he goes, "I'm Finnish." Ah, uh, the big twist. <laughs> yeah, that big twist. <laughs> I was where from at the Finland. End of, <laughs> at the end of the movie, I'm Finnish. He says he's Finnish <laughs> after he's. I'm a Finnish man. <laughs> 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 I've abandoned my boy. Oh goodness me! Uh, I really just enjoyed how <sighs> silly this game is. At the same time as being like, no, no, but like the devil's here or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And like, so that's that. That was one of the things from the start you mentioned that is very Twin Peaks. It is a, it's a weirdly funny show about a horrible murder. Um, that is something that they've yeah. Cu- 
pretty well translated to this as well. Yeah. Um, this sounds there was a lot some... like, you know, people always say, the big thing people always say about Kojima is Kojima needs an editor. This kind right. of sounds like that. This is Kojima with an editor. Sure, Turning yeah. It sure. 15 yes. to 20 hours. There's, there's a lot of stuff thrown at the wall, but it is, um, it is like honed down pretty well. But it, each it, of those things that's thrown at the wall isn't making you just watch something for 40 minutes at a time. Yeah. For an yeah. overall experience that is 150 hours when all a lot of, of that is just... Yammering on yes. All of the ri- ridiculous liberties that it does end up taking Are serving something about the characters Yeah, mm. yeah, As yeah. well Like, or at least, you know, trying to mm. Yeah, and, yeah And I, I, I think it worked And just all the like The, 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 the I, I, I want to talk specifically But I'm not going to I, want, I don't want to yeah. spoil it, any of it It's, yeah It's a great, like, as much as And certainly, yeah, before there is a point I felt where it cohered into its own thing as opposed to a mixture sure. of references mm-hmm. um, where up until then I was like, oh, yeah, this is, yeah, this team that made a game that I love. Control was like my game of the year that year. Mm-hmm. They've just kind of like made a pastiche um, and, and, it's, and it's a bit hollow. There is a point where I feel like they've, They've thrown enough different things into the pot mm. and it starts to congeal together into some kind of soup that is right. tasty. By, by the end, too, I think Ooh. if you're about 12 hours in, I'd say you're maybe two-thirds. Oh, okay. Something like that. Um, I, I And I, it keeps its momentum and, and, and I thought, like, nails the ending. Right. And has, you know, they've already said there's going to be more stories stuff cool. or whatever. But uh, some some it's a really good time. If you're going in without having played the others, though, I cannot emphasize enough, this is not making any apologies for being a direct sequel yeah. to Alan Wake and to Control. Yeah, so okay. yeah. it's gonna... enough to go and watch a decent recap of yeah, them I'm or whatever. Yeah, I watched a recap of the of Alan Wake 1, yeah. and by the end of that, I was like, I don't know what any of that meant. Right. <laughs> but having had some of the touch points helped, and obviously, you know, playing all of Control helped. And a, a lot of the story is about them being like, what the fuck is this? And yeah. Like, yeah, it's yeah, meant yeah. to be You're like... meant to be on the back foot. This so. is a strange, mysterious thing. Yeah. Uh, the mysterious thing. I want to run away from you. As much... And so all the little live action vignettes that you get and like the, the transitions and things like that, I thought were cool. There's a couple of like proper scenes where... I was like, oh, these are not live action actors. These are voice actors. Like, the, I feel... Because like, the main guy, he kind of looks like a mixture of, like, Jake Gyllenhaal and Keanu Reeves. I think his voice is being dubbed onto him as yeah, well. Yeah, right, I right. think I, I felt like I could notice that a few I times. I think you're right, actually. Which makes him look a little odd. Yeah. Um, I thought the guy... I don't... Because even some of the characters... But I thought Saga was really good. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, I haven't seen... I don't know if there's live action of her... Up to the point I'm at, but th- her performance just as the, the game character, fantastic. Yeah. One of the better ones in recent years, up there with your uh, your Last of Us two. And it's such uh, a such a such a gamble, I suppose, to to take you know a game that's literally named after the protagonist mm. and go. By the way, there's a second protagonist who's actually sort of the main protagonist yeah. now. Yeah, like Metal Gear Solid two or whatever with Raiden, but I think it's it works really well, and I like. Found myself more interested in her side of the story. Yeah, me than, too. Than Alan Wake. Me half. too. That that point where you can choose who to play as. I've just I've consistently played as as Saga. I think that's a good way to structure it too. For right. how, how things kind of um, uh, uh, progress. There are the some pretty, and I saw a couple of the patrons mention this, and I should read them out. 
uh, and I will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I agree. I love just a little battle with yourself that just resolves nice and easily. <laughs> that that yeah, it's pretty cheesy. There are some bits in so like I guess the Alan Wake bits. Some of them. Um, there's some voiceover that's meant to sound like um, like you know written narration, like it's in the book. Oh sure. Uh, but uh, some of it is very like there's a bit where you get chased by the dark thing and you go to find safety and then Alan Wake goes, the dark thing is gone. It's safe to go out now. And then you walk out and then he goes, now that the dark thing is gone, I can go down that tunnel or I could go down, go down that tunnel, which it's like, what kind of idiots writing that as voiceover narration <laughs> or first person perspective in a book? And it's just like that handholdy thing of like, yeah, what the fuck do you think I was going to do? I've seen the tunnels though, but I'm going to, you know... A it's lot yeah, of yeah, concessions. Yeah. There was like a bunch of discussion for some reason on the internet about like yellow ladders and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, where people yeah. people are like, why do they have to put these in? And they're like, you don't understand how fucking stupid some people are. <laughs> right. Totally, totally. So like it, it is a concession you have to make in a game where it's like you can't have full creative freedom at any point because you have to at some point get the person to do the next thing. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, and I felt like, yeah, weirdly, um, it either had these really direct ones or i got lost or not lost but i <laughs> this is a great thing to follow up <laughs> right. what kind of fucking moron do you think i am well, I, where am i <laughs> <laughs> the balance was off because like some games i guess like resident evil again it's just a, a good comparison for me having played those kind of semi recently the game design and the visual design would lead you to something without you knowing it mm. like that is the the good version of it is that subtle right. design it's not a yellow ladder but it is like the room designed is a design in a layout so that you walk in the door and you're funneled towards this whereas some of the bits in certainly the start of of this game i was just running around a forest and then it would be i'd look it up in a um like a guide and be like oh yeah it's just in this thing that you walked past or you already opened it and it was in the corner of the box yeah that can sometimes be a big one isn't it where you're like well there's when you look it up it's like oh it was the thing that was so easy and obvious that i didn't even think to do it or i thought it was trying to funnel me to something else but it's like no the door's just there there are a couple of times where it sort of won't go forward until you've gone into like the mind place and done the putting the cases on the wall which is a little straightforward so i'd find myself just not wanting to do it that much and then when you do it but yeah, I think that actually was one of the things. Like very early on, you need to get something out of a thing and take it somewhere. And I was like standing at the thing, looking over it, and it was like, oh no, 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 no! You had to go and put this clues on the board, and, and it then doesn't it w- trigger until you've done that. I think yeah. I had the same thing. Right. And there were a couple of times I like pulled up the map to be like, wait, where am I going? But like, didn't didn't find it as as disorienting, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So for me, it was either like there were no clues or. It was uh, the guy telling me, like, walk down this right. hallway. That sure. is the only hallway you can walk down. Um, but let's get... Let's get into the uh, yeah. Patreon uh, feedback. You can get onto our Patreon, patreon.com slash filthycasualspod. And uh, we do a call out every week or certainly when there's a when big there's, release. Yeah, yeah. when there's yeah. something big that a lot of people seem to be, pl- be playing. And uh, we read out some thoughts. We certainly do. Know if there's that many people playing Alan Wake 2. Yeah. yeah, a little light on. Craig. But it's a yeah. big, big time of year as well. It's exactly, yeah. yeah, coming out at the tail end of an already stacked year. Craigie says, I'm only eight-ish hours in, so I can't give full thoughts. Um, so I'll skip to the next one. <laughs> uh, so far, I'm really liking it. They've nailed the atmosphere. Story so far has been good, if a little cliche at times. Um, a bit of a shame the FBI investigation side of things isn't more involved. It's just a matter of dragging clues to the re- correct spot on the case board, um, which is true. Like, it's it feels... 
fun because I like being a detective. Yeah. But you're not really solving anything. I agree. I think it's a cooler idea than like what it's actually used for. Same with when you're Alan, he's got like a storyboard thing. Yeah. And you can sort of influence the world by changing elements of the story in different scenes. But it's not very in-depth and the same thing as the other one where like right. it's it's a cool idea that is then like pretty sort of pretty flat. shallow I yeah guess. yeah so, yeah you basically just do it like it's a list of things that you just check off i right? i they yeah it i'm glad they're in there for the way the game figures out how to use them right right um, combat feel, uh, yeah, combat feels more weighty compared to the first game. Hate the jump scares; they're cheap and they always get me. Lol. Um, they are cheap. Sounds like it's money well spent. <laughs> they always get me, but um, I personally, yeah, I thought it scared me, and that's what I was trying to do. Um, Migzy, Migzy Matosis says, went in based on how much I love control and to put my new graphics card through its paces. I felt very represented by the first character character you control in the game. Uh, which is good. Builds tension well, but resorts to some cheap jump scares. IMO. Um, delightfully weird and so confident, confidently delivered, as you said, Nox. Hmm. Um, polar opposite to how I feel when Kojima does it. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's the same. <laughs> it is, it, it yeah. is, it's, it's real Kojima shit, but you're right that I don't think Sam Lake has the same thing of, what would you call it, a god complex? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tolkien. Not enough norks. <laughs> Where are all the bazungas? That's true. There's no norks. There's what if no... that's the extra content that's coming down the pipe? <laughs> oh, a little guest director, little, uh, little spot uh, by Kojima. A little beach volleyball. I've been stuff. shaking my controller this whole time uh, and nothing's happening on the screen. Uh, Tolkien Taters, uh, regular contributor. Yeah. Uh, I just finished Alan Wake 2 and loved it. Probably going to be my game of the year. It's refreshing to see a big game willing to get this weird and creative. It's definitely not going to be everyone's cup of tea with the extreme focus on meta narrative and some cheesy moments, but it worked for me. I do agree the jump scares are often excessive and ineffective. And that I guess once they happen every three seconds, they do wear off a little bit. I think that's my issue with them yeah, in I didn't movies even and notice stuff. them off. Yeah, like, right. To be honest, it, wa- it wasn't something that, that <clears throat> jumped out at me. <laughs> I had a real life jump scare while I was playing it because I've got the, the plugs behind my where I sit yes. behind the desk. Yep. They're on the wall. Yep. Okay. Like kind of midway up the wall, that style mm-hmm. of plug. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was playing a real a real uh, dark bit. Yeah. And a fucking huge fucking ass huntsman oh. ran up the cord that was yeah. like going from the thing to the floor. Went faster than I've ever fucking seen one move. This is like the 4D cinema. <laughs> oh, dude. My chair was fucking shaking. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting sprayed by... Oh, no, that's me. I, there's a... I've done the monkey in the mouth thing. The bazongas oh. are in this. <laughs> it, dude, it fucking really spooked Damn. me. Man, I was just hearing creaks in my apartment and getting scared. That would have... I would have died. This was one of those ones that's so big you can hear its feet going as well. Uh, you can hear yuck. it going... Yeah. I Yucky. think my issue with the I've jump scares in I've got a uh, in, seat, like, an old, like, you know, the big rack of, like, blank CDs. Yeah, yeah. I've got one of them as the cup I use to get them out of the house. Oh, sure. Because it's big enough to cover almost yeah, any yeah, spider. Yeah. yeah, and in Australia, some spiders are, like, literally bigger than the span of your hand. They're a big so, palm-ass yeah, thing. So, yeah. you, you, they're, they're, you know, so fresh 98 CD size. <laughs> so, uh, that's a little, little tip for any Australians out there. Mm. I agree, though. Like, generally speaking, with jump scares in movies... I just really feel like I want to be scared by a premise or a concept or something that's going on. It doesn't even yeah. need to be like the gore or anything, just like a, yeah, yeah. a mental thing of like, oh, yeah, God, imagine being locked in there. You know, just yep. it, it's just uh, something jumping out and it's, you know, 
the jackass character and the group of friends putting a mask on. It's right, just it's so right. it's so weak. Like if that's the only thing that truly scares you about something, then it's like, well, this is a yeah, this is a dud. It's a it's a surprise more than like yeah. a, actually being scary. And I get yeah, every horror film has to have like one of them, but yeah. doing it repeatedly is a bit like. Eh. I think this does have some scary like disturbing yeah. concepts in sure, it. Sure, that seems, it yeah, seems it does. a little more like, yeah. bedded in. Yeah, that's yeah. maybe why it feels cheap because it's like you guys can make a scary it's game. Scary. Yeah. yeah. All you gotta um, do is just be immune to it because you're so brave, <laughs> like me. Till a spider shows up and then you squeal. <laughs> I. <laughs> uh, this uh, last one uh, is from Darren, who says this game above others made me realize that good media transcends its medium. Similar to Utopia, the UK show, not the Australian uh, mockumentary. <laughs> Workplace sitcom. Uh, and Dark. Oh, Limo. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, season five. What? <laughs> How? Oh, it's, it's back after so long. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. And uh, Dark, the German Netflix show. Okay. Um, which, yes, w- w- that and uh, True Detective season one, I think, are... Big, big influences on this stylistically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Dark, I think the plot is is quite similar. Uh, I'm finding that I'm suspending my disbelief far more than with other games or movies. And yeah, I think I mean, there's that level of immersion, right? Where if you're in the game or if you're in the experience and you're, you feel some sort of connection to the character, you are able to overlook some, uh, you know, yeah. immersion breaking I mean, things. people were able to get kind of hooked in and immersed and scared by like, Resident Evil 1 on the PS1 originally when that was just like a square with a little scary face drawn on it. The level of cheese in that too is Mm. like so... And I think that's for me with the cheese thing, which I don't disagree with, Mm. but I also like didn't bug me at all because like it's so um, uh, like focused and and, uh, like... I want to think of a different thing than self-assured. You know what I mean? It just knows what it's doing. It's got this mm-hmm. like real uh, enthusiasm and gusto to it that is is like captivating to me when that stuff's being right. done. It's a, uh, it's a cacio e pepe. It's all cheese, but you gobbled it up. Oh, it's not all cheese. It's not all cheese. There's it's a lot of cheese. There's yeah. a layer of cheese, there's pasta in there. which you'd want in a sandwich. It's well, yeah, honestly, and there's butter yeah. as well and some pepper. It's more cheesy at the start. I feel like it 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 gets because it gets into some like genuinely you know disturbing imagery and concepts, uh, but and the, the star- way it delivers them is great too. Mm. When it when like some stuff later on, like the way it reveals what is happening to you, right? Like, literally, just like oh, it seems like there's a ghost here. That it's like, but why is the ghost here? <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but I think it starts off being a little bit more. There are more clunky lines. Um, that I think are just generally a bit underwritten, like they could have used a second draft, sure. Um, which I, is a shame for them to be f- so front-loaded. Some of that I do feel is somewhat deliberate. Whether that works for you or not is the second thing. But uh, I Yeah, I think they're deliberately trying for something and I think that they are not um, succeeding at it. But uh, I also, yeah, that can be a matter of taste. Yeah, I, f- I, I felt that it worked um, in a way that I can't, I guess Baldur's Gate 3 is so different, but in terms of like a story in a game and the way it's presented and all that sort of element of mm-hmm. it, not necessarily like, oh, get a load of how th- this is the most genius story ever, but just in the terms of a story being delivered really well, mm. I think this might be my favorite one of this year. Ooh. In, in, oh, yeah, of this year. In yeah. a way. Yeah, I think, I think it is for me, even though it's like uh, a really well delivered. And it's like the... Th- it's the thing of like it if this was a movie or a TV show, mm. it would be 
like getting eviscerated for being so derivative, mm. but it's not. It's a game. <laughs> and I mean, so there you is, get that benefit. Even yeah. if all we're doing is making Twin Peaks the video game. Yeah, cool. yeah, yes. <laughs> totally. And I, I did see a lot of that really like early two thousands or late nineties type of like scrappy team making like oh, wouldn't it be cool if yeah type of feeling to it? You know what I mean? So it doesn't feel like it's through a lack of. Uh, creativity to me it comes across like it's through a like excitement of like oh we could make our version of this yeah and i've seen a lot of people um like writing reviews user reviews and stuff on you know wherever being like i'm a big twin peaks fan and it was so cool to see twin peaks the game right i felt fully like i was actually getting to experience this as the protagonist um and so yeah so that's that's cool and i just it's it's just an interesting thing that like even i'm not judging it like a get literally as if it was a TV show that was ripping off Twin Peaks. You right. know, I it, I've like given myself over to it and 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 um uh understand that it is like in a different bucket, a different category of mm. media. And it's transformative to find a different way to do it as well because it's doing right. some of that stuff, but then it's got this other angle yeah, to it. And yeah. like the fact that it's this sequel to a kind of not that successful game from 13 years ago. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then it ties in with this other game. Like that stuff is all really cool. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, there was something else. Oh, the fucking power goes off at a lot of places. Yeah. They don't have good generators out in yeah. um, bright falls. Yeah. Bad name for it. Yeah. Honestly. Kind of ironic, really. It's almost like darkness has fallen yeah. rather than brightness. I remember, was yeah. uh, Redfern Electrical made by Remedy as well? Because maybe <laughs> that could be the next <laughs> shared universe. Fuck, Redfern. El- get, get Shank in there. It's, it's, it could be Redfern, Twin Peaks, Brightfall. It's all Yeah, yeah it's, it's all, all connected. Pretty, yeah. Wow. Crookshank's playing the long game here. <laughs> Look up Redfern Electrical on YouTube if yeah. you yeah. know what that is. Uh, but I, I, do, I recommend this. Uh, I think, yeah, I, I said in the chat, like, I'll always appreciate an ambitious, if not fully um, cohesive or, you know, like there are, there are flaws, but like, Mm. uh, again, if this was a movie, I'd give it a really high recommendation because nothing can be perfect about anything. Mm. Uh, uh, Yeah. And like, I mean, not everything can be perfect about anything. <laughs> it's so rare well, for something to have this much heart to it. A game. Right. For a game to have this much, like just, just like real, uh, 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 Vision Joy and, about yeah. how it's making itself Not that it's a joyful game But you know what I mean Like yeah, you can yeah. tell there's So much investment Like yeah, that, artistically Yeah that thing it. where you right. can like Kind of almost see back to An idea being chucked up on the whiteboard And everyone yes. getting really excited And being like Oh yeah could we do that That would be awesome yeah. I feel like that comes through a lot Yeah 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 In this And that that was the thing that Really just had me in a good mood with this Cool Yeah and, well, uh, and yeah. also, the, he's named Awake, and the other uh, protagonist is called Story, basically. <laughs> so it's high level uh, shit. I can't yeah. wait to go in. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward <laughs> to playing this. This sounds it's, great. Yeah, it's good. Uh, well, that's going to do us for this week. Next week, we've got uh, that new WarriorWare game, Move It, and we've also got uh, Jusson. Yes. Jusson. Jusson. And I'm going to give City Skylines 2 a crack, even though it may be a bit uh, dodge. The stuff I've seen, it, like, it doesn't work very well and part of it is because like they've rendered individual teeth on the people walking around the city Ooh. and it's like <laughs> fucking up the how Hell it yeah. runs i gotta say they got too many chompers <laughs> down there worth it um well that's gonna do us for this week uh come see me in perth if you're in perth i'm oh, there yeah. it's friday november the 3rd 6 30 p.m at uh oasis comedy club or if you're not in perth and you know people there 
Please pass the word along. I'd love to sell a few more damn tickets over in the West. Get some W aliens in there. Get some W aliens. You can come and do that and then you can come up the road and see me do another gig with uh, Cameron James, friend of the pod. It'll be 9.30 here when he's doing it. Yeah. Don't forget to wish me chookers (laughs) at 9.15 p.m. Melbourne time. I'm going to message you when I wake up here. (laughs) Um, Got you. uh, More dates? You've more, got more dates, dates, November the 16th in Hobart, November the 23rd in Sydney and November the 30th taping my special in Melbourne. Get along to that if you're going to be around. I wanted to give a little plug to a gallery exhibition I saw. Oh, yeah. Uh, at uh, a Melbourne residence uh, and filth will know B-Side Gallery uh, based on Tommy's previous exhibitions there. Yep. Uh, there is a cool exhibition there at the moment by an artist called Dr. Fugazi. Mm-hmm. And it is like, it's called, what's it called? Work is Hell. Yep. And it is sort of a cuphead 30s Disney uh, style art. And there are some cool video game elements to it that are worth checking out in person. Yeah. Uh, and I might even get bl- buy a bloody print. Oh, oh my shit. God. Yeah. Buy a art printer. collector. Yeah. I'll just buy a printer and then. <laughs> Make one myself, take a photo of it, okay. print it out. All right. Yeah, yeah, that's the same. Artists love that. Uh, <laughs> have a look in the – there'll be links to Tommy's stuff in the description too. If you send me some links, I'll put them in the description. Okay. So will there be so, some? So if you <laughs> well, look at the description Tommy. and they're not there, you know. Go to TommyDaslow.com, right? Yeah, there, yeah. yeah, there you go. That's yeah, the don't one. look in the description. Yeah. Go to TommyDaslow.com. Yeah, that's a, I, I, put, I, I made that website. So it's a big collab. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Check all that stuff out. Uh, get on our Patreon. Yeah. Uh, you can find that at filthycasuals.com.au. You get an extra episode from us every week where we talk about movies and TV shows and uh, yeah, anything that's not video games yeah. that we've been consuming. Uh, we've got the video episodes on YouTube. We've got the Let's Plays on YouTube. We're going to start cranking out more um, video stuff soon. Yes. Of us playing stuff, which Back we haven't done Back to some playing, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, get on that, subscribe to that, and be ready for all that new stuff that's uh, coming down the pipe from us. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals. Uh, I'm working on a character. He writes, um, he's a tortured writer. He writes erotic novels. Mm. His name is Christopher Um. <laughs> <laughs> get it? <laughs>